This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 15, verses 36 to 41. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's return now and visit our brothers in every city in which we proclaimed the word of the Lord to see how they were doing. Barnabas planned to take John, who was called Mark, with him also. But Paul didn't think that it was a good idea to take with him someone who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and didn't go with them to do the work. Then the contention grew so sharp that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and went out, being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the assemblies. After some more time in Antioch, Paul wanted to go back out and check on the converts from their previous mission trip. Barnabas wanted to take along his cousin, John Mark, and give him another chance. But Paul disagreed. The New King James Version words it in Acts 15.38 that Paul insisted that they should not take with him one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with him to the work. He was dead set on this and wasn't going to compromise. Barnabas, at the same time, was equally determined to take his cousin John Mark. The Greek word for was determined could also be translated as purposed or was desirous in a continual sense, meaning Barnabas probably brought up the idea more than once to Paul and Paul wasn't having it. Both were convinced they were right and neither were willing to budge. This escalated into such a sharp contention that they separated from each other. Like the Greek indicates, this was like a heated shouting match, a provocation, an angry dispute. They were burning with anger, a knockdown, dragout fight. Both men, giants of the faith as they were, couldn't in the end resolve a seemingly trivial matter as to whether John Mark could go with them on their journey to revisit the churches they had planted. So what led up to this? Perhaps unresolved contention was already brewing among the two men. Maybe the Galatians chapter 2 incident in Antioch with Peter, Barnabas, and the Judaizers had recently occurred a fresh, unhealed wound between Paul and his missionary companion. Paul recorded, But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision party and the rest of the Jews acted hypocritically along with him, so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. Had Paul forgiven Barnabas for his hypocritic action? Was Barnabas bitter with Paul 
and how he had publicly rebuked Peter and the others. If Paul or Barnabas wrote the book of Hebrews, then Hebrews chapter 12, verses 13 to 14 could possibly be exhortation based on personal experience. It says, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Was there more beneath the surface that had been brewing for some time than just a disagreement about who could accompany them on a trip? Was the dispute about John Mark just a straw that finally broke the camel's back? And was this root of bitterness experienced between Paul and Barnabas something that caused trouble and defiled others as well? I mean, think about it. When you see two people that you both know and love going at it in a heated argument or debate, just kind of like hating each other in the moment, it's really sad, right? And sometimes it can, it can really kind of impact you as well. So think of all the people around Paul and Barnabas who may have been impacted at that church in Antioch among the believers. It is so important to take Jesus' advice to heart where he said, So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Like if you hold on to a balloon of grudges, unable to talk out a grievance and move on, they can fester and grow until, at the worst possible time, it explodes back in our faces. Have you ever let a grievance so fester until at seemingly the worst time possible, the ill feelings toward another seemingly come out of nowhere, exploding like a volcano, defiling all who are present? Regardless of what led up to their climactic dispute, whether there is more to the story than just whether to bring along John Mark, Paul certainly learned from this fallout. We know from Scripture at the very least, Paul and Mark reconciled, and Paul, years later, sent for Mark because he had found him useful for ministry. Paul's advice in Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14 is this, Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And Paul wrote as well in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Had Paul and Barnabas been walking in love in the moment of their disagreement, maybe they could have found some sort of resolution. Love does not insist on its own way, 
it isn't irritable or resentful. Rather, it's patient and kind. So what's the opposite of insisting on your own way? It would be yielding your will or desire for the good or preference of someone else. If both had such an attitude, perhaps they could have struck a compromise. Or even if just one of them had had that approach, he could have yielded to the preference of the other. We are told in Ephesians 5.21 to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. There are hills worth dying on, and then there are probably hills we unnecessarily die on at the expense of unity and fellowship with our family in Christ. Hopefully, we can have the wisdom to discern the difference. Some Christians today might read this section and think Paul was justified in not wanting to take John Mark. Others might be more prone to side with Barnabas. There will be times when two well-meaning believers will arrive at different conclusions on a matter with strong convictions about it. When these matters, though seemingly significant at the time, in the big picture are trivial, someone has to step up and put out the kitchen fire before it burns down the house. Now God, in His grace and providence, brought good out of Paul and Barnabas splitting up. But was the split necessary? Was it God's preferred plan for them? Just because God can work good out of bad situations doesn't mean we should sin that grace may abound, right? While both men could have felt justified in their convictions, I tend to lean towards the perspective that they were both wrong in their unwillingness to compromise at the expense of something so trivial. Like, at what cost do we break the bonds of unity with our Christian brothers? What is worth cutting the cords that have knit our hearts together in love? I would think it better be something significant. All right, let's finish off the chapter. But Paul chose Silas and went out, being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the assemblies. When there's a void brought about, even sometimes by our own folly, God can still provide. He's gracious. The work of the ministry moves forward, often not because of us, but in spite of us. Barnabas was replaced with another faithful servant, Silas. Sometimes, I wonder if we get to thinking a little too highly of ourselves, thinking we're irreplaceable, matchless, in what we offer in service and gifts to God, in whatever platform, role, ministry, or office we serve. The truth is, we are all simple vessels of clay, sinners saved by grace. The glory, power, strength, and ability is not in the vessel itself, but in God who indwells the vessel. Sometimes I think we forget that. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 says, But we have this treasure in clay vessels, that the exceeding greatness of the power may be of God, and not from ourselves. Jesus said in John 15, verse 3, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who remains in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. 
God would continue to bear fruit by the gospel, whether through Paul, Silas, Barnabas, or John Mark, Paul and Silas went out to the work of the ministry, being commended by the church to the grace of God, strengthening the assemblies wherever they went. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to his homeland of Cyprus. is the light that shines in the darkness and on all of us this true light has gone if we follow him we won't walk in darkness we are from below and he from above and if It is He who saves He has delivered us from the domain of darkness And He has transferred us to the kingdom of His Son At one time we were darkness But now we are light In the Lord Jesus who is the light of the world
That was Light of the World from the Adams Road album Tongues of Fire. To clothe from on high With authority And power from the light Of the world Then the sound Like a rushing wind Filled the house With the Spirit And rested
from the Adams Road album, Tongues of Fire.
This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next episode as we examine Acts chapter 16. Grace and peace be with you all.